Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. Greetings. <laughs> and we are produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Go check out all of our social media after the show, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. The Book of Faces. <laughs> the Book of Faces. The Grams of, of Faces. Yes. <laughs> The tubes of you. Ooh, that doesn't work, right? That sounds kind of terrible. That that does not sound good. No. Well, we'll stop that. We're done. (laughs) Well, book of faces, um, though. I'm gonna. That's that's like a good. That's actually good. Yeah, I like that. The book of Mm -hmm. faces. You could have done it with MySpace. The space of my. Mm. Mm Hmm. Too bad we don't have MySpace anymore. Mm. R.I.P. MySpace. R.I.P. Yes, indeed. So sad. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, we are in February. We are in the second to last week of February mm-hmm. uh, and second to last episode of our dog month series plus one because we started in January. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, we are talking Beethoven today. Yes. Yay. Uh, and Samantha's got all the info. So I will I do. get over to Samantha. All right. So in case you've never seen this classic 90s movie. The premise is that a slobbering St. Bernard becomes the center of attention for a loving family, but must contend with a dog napping veterinarian and his henchmen. Very scary stuff with the vet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was genuinely scary. 
Mm-hmm. Even That's as an adult, I'm like, oh, this is disturbing. I know. I was just like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rewatching, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, this makes me uncomfortable. Uh, so we've got some taglines. Uh, first one, go ahead. You tell him to roll over. <laughs> That's cute. That's a good. That's a good one. I like it. Yeah. Second one, big heart, big appetite, big trouble. I thought that so was true. cute too. That's accurate. Yeah. That is accurate. Yeah. yeah. And he'll grow on you. Does he? Well, he does. He yeah, does. He I does. would he say does. so. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say so. And the last one, the head of the family is the one with the tail. That's really good because that's mm-hmm. honestly very true in every yes, family with a dog. That was cute. <laughs> yeah, I thought all that was cute. So this movie came out in theaters April third, nineteen ninety two. Wow, long time ago. I was long almost time ago. four. It's <laughs> five. That is so long ago. Uh, director on this one is Brian Levant. Writers John Hughes and Amy Golden. Or I'm sorry, Amy Holden Jones. No so, wonder we love this movie. Right? Yeah, I had Definitely, no idea. I see the John Hughesness of it now. I yep. know, right? And I was just like, wait, John Hughes wrote what? Yeah, I had no idea. Definitely I'm glad it wasn't style. just me because I was very surprised when I saw yeah, that. No clue. Yeah, did not pay attention to that. Um, so the cast we have Charles Grodin as George Newton. Bonnie Hunt is Alice Newton. Dean Jones is Dr. Herman Varnick. Nicole Tom was Rice. Christopher Castile was Ted. And Sarah Rose Carr was Emily. And then we've got Oliver Platt as Harvey. Stanley Tucci, Tucci as <laughs> Vernon. I love which Stanley. I went, I haven't seen this in so long. And then I'm like, wait a second, all these people are in this. And I just forgot that mm-hmm. yeah all these people are in it and then david Duchovny is brad wilson and his wife is played by patricia heaton she is brie so there's lots of just people in this movie that i forgot mm-hmm. about was yeah. beethoven named like was beethoven played by a dog named beethoven i don't think so did i have no. his name uh, i think they did but it wasn't beethoven it was not beethoven and i can't remember mm-hmm. I can look while you go through. Yeah, because, again, this did not have a lot of trivia. Yeah, I don't know if I ever saw his name. So, yeah, if you can find his name, please share. Will do. All right, so trivia. Apparently, Steve Martin was the first choice to play George Newton. I can 100% see that. Yeah, I was like, well, I could have definitely gotten behind Steve Martin being in this. John Candy, Danny DeVito... Which I'm sorry, We're, when we look at this list, this is the same freaking <laughs> list we've been talking about for how long? And I feel like, is this just going to continue this entire year with these movies? Because we're doing all 90 movies, yes. basically. So, <laughs> I mean, these were the it guys during that time. Yeah, so, so they're all. Yeah, so John kind of. Candy, Danny DeVito, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Jeff Goldblum, Rick Moranis, and Robin Williams were all considered for the part as well. So, over and over. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum would have been interesting. Yeah, I could. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see him like he wouldn't be as angry, but like that's like just frantic, high strong, but also deadpan. Robin would have just done more funny than he angry. Just been Robin yeah, being Robin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wouldn't have been yeah. such a yeah. Mm-mm. The the only one on this list that I would agree to is Steve Martin. Yeah, same. I like Steve Martin. Like yeah. over over Charles, who ended yeah. up playing him. Yeah. No offense to Charles, but he literally just looks like we have Steve Martin at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mom, can we have Steve Martin? We have Steve Martin at home, Mr. Charles, you know. It's like Mm -hmm. not Steve Martin. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just makes me laugh that Bill Murray continues to show up in these movies that I'm just like, Bill Murray would have hated his life being on this set. So it just, I don't Bill know Murray why they keep wanting to put him in those roles. Because like, like Dan said, he was popular. Like he's, yeah. yeah. He's a, he's an icon, uh, but he, he would, I don't seats. Uh, would not have enjoyed this film. I don't think. No. No. Oh boy. Okay. So as far as Alice goes, Jane Fonda, Glenn Close, Sally Field, and Meryl Streep were all offered the role. Fonda declined immediately because she had actually retired after a series of box office flops. And so she wasn't interested in acting at that time, but she, you know, did eventually go back to acting. Yeah. And Close, Field, and Streep wanted too much money for the part, and the producers yeah. were forced to cast a more affordable actress. Yeah. Well, they were kind of big names at the time, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of those three, I would only really see Sally. Yeah. I could, yeah, and I agree with that. Yeah, Sally Field, I feel like could have done it, but I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. out. Yeah, but then again, Glenn Close, all I see is Corilla. So you know, right. I know that's my problem. And then a couple years later, boom, she was yeah, Corilla. So yeah. and Meryl Sally Streep, Field. all I see is Devil Wears Prada. Right, Meryl Streep is just I'm like she's Meryl. just so much of an icon. I just can't see yeah. her being in a Beethoven yeah. movie. I don't know. No, with Sally just, Field, she was the mom in both Forrest Gump and Mrs. Doubtfire, so she has that kind of like she has that mom you know, vibe, mom yeah. quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I could definitely see it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, Beethoven was played by a dog named Chris. That's okay. right. I did read that because I'm like, Chris? And, and <laughs> like, he was dog also name. the dog in Step by Step. Oh, no, I did not see that. So good I job. I did not know that. I did not. I missed that trivia. Horrible. So. How about that? That's cute. Okay. That's so so cool. he Which, also is in a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is cool because the, the son, whatever, the kid with the glasses was also in Step by Step as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Who cool. knew? Yes, he was. Who knew? Why didn't you tell me that, IMDb? You're the worst. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I mean, if you would have scrolled all the way to the bottom of the credits, that's where he was. Mm-hmm. And then you had to click in. That's the well, I, I wasn't paying step. attention to the credits. Work. Yeah. I watched Step by Step a lot when I was a kid, so I immediately recognized him. Yeah. yeah uh, kid. Uh, yeah. Brett loves Step by Step as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I recognized him too. I'm like, ah, what a 90s star right there. Oh, very much a, a 90s. Apparently there was two dogs that did it. Sorry. There was also another dog named Cujo. I so read there were actually Cujo 12. Cujo was the I remember. Yeah. I oh, read there were well, 12 dogs on set. So these I don't are the know. two that are credited. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. read, because I have that in my trivia later, that there were actually 12 <laughs> That's so funny that even Cujo, though. That's great. Yeah. I would, if I had a St. Bernard, I would do that. I would yeah. even I mean, it fits. Like, isn't that what Cujo was, like, from the book? Like, he was yeah, a, wasn't he a St. Bernard, Bernard, right? Yeah, I think yeah. he's a St. Yeah. Bernard. Yeah. Yeah, I would name it Cujo, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay, so Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in this movie. It's his film debut. He is the kid on the right that's wearing a green shirt that gets on the school bus when Ted is hiding behind the tree. And yep. he's so tiny, just his little tiny little love it. Gordon Lovett. Yeah, mm-hmm. so cute. Uh, okay, so Charles Grodin, as we said, he's Mr. Newton, and then Bonnie Hunt was Alice. Charles was 56 at the time of filming this, and Bonnie mm-hmm. was 29. But we don't acknowledge it in the movie at all. That's a big difference. I mean, I mean they he both didn't look, look like so. he was 59 he in the, or 56 in the he movie. Did he did not look like that no, old. Not yeah, but yeah, we never acknowledge they, that there's an age difference. They both look like they're in their like mid to late 30s because mm-hmm. of the ages of their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, they just have that look in general. Like, I mean, we've talked about this before. 30 year olds during the 90s looked much older than 30 year olds now. 
I said, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if it's like the styling and makeup and I don't know. Well, that, let's be real. There was a lot more like. It was the culture at the time, too. The culture at the time, you did a lot more smoking. You did a lot more. Yeah. Unhealthy diets, unhealthy mm -hmm. stuff that made you mm -hmm. age quicker. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I think there was just a mindset of like, once of you become a parent, you sort of have this like, I don't even know what, like, kind of. Mm. No, I, I get know. it. It's a, it's a look. Yeah, <laughs> it is because there are. Yeah. I have friends who are in their mid to late twenties who are parents, and mm -hmm. they look and feel older than I am, and I'm like. Is it because I'm not a parent? I feel Maybe. like the kids just, mm. it, it's those first couple years where they don't get any sleep because they're feeding <laughs> them every other hour right. is where we lose them. And and us who get to sleep through the night mm -hmm. still get our beauty rest. <laughs> Except when we had puppies. Mm -hmm. I think Belle had me up every three hours when I had got her, but it only lasted like two weeks. Mm -hmm. I, was, I did not have to suffer with Lucifer because he slept through the night. Because he's a very lazy dog. I had to suffer with my child. Yeah. Nope. He just went to sleep and he held it and he was good. Yeah. Belle wouldn't hold it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know why he did. He, he's a lazy dog. Okay. I need you to chill out, bro. Speaking of. I need Is you that Lucifer? Yes. He's, he's Literally just, speak of the devil. Yes. Joining our dog episode. He has decided mm -hmm. to make a cameo by being loud at this moment in time. You can't open that door, buddy. It's shut. You're not going to escape. Yes, please come over here and knock over all my things. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. He's just walking in circles. Oh, there we go. All right, we lay down. We lay down. We're good. <laughs> he is done. <laughs> Adding to the episode. He just, he just needed a little airtime. It's fine. He just needed to get his face out, you know, make some noise. Uh, okay. So Eleanor Keaton, who is Buster Keaton's widow, trained the dog Beethoven for this movie. So Buster Keaton, if you are young, young from us, he's a very famous older actor from, yes. I don't know what year, but he's very I famous. I know the name. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell you any movie he's in or when he was actually acting, but I know his name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic movies. I'm looking at all the movies. It's like all the classic movies from mm -hmm. like 1920s up to the 60s. I always said like 20s was probably when he started. So, okay. Yeah. It wasn't too far off in my brain. Yeah. So there you go. And like I said, I read there were 12 doubles for the St. Bernard. So, Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when Beethoven drinks out of a fish bowl, when the fish are swimming in it, um, basically what they did was they let the dog drink for like two seconds and the trainers were right there in case he got too close to the fish. So, and I mean, I thought this was interesting because I would have thought they would have just put like fake fish in there or something like a camera something trick. Something that but, would be edible for him. Right. But no, they just mm -hmm. let the real fish in next to his dog <laughs> mouth. So there you go. Fun fact for you. There you go. They could have and done, like mechanical fish. It's not like we didn't. I, have that's that what technology. I thought. <laughs> I thought it would have been, or they could have done, like I said, some sort of trick where, like, they weren't actually in the same bowl. You know, like yeah. there's, uh, there's a divider like a, yeah. or something in there, and the the dog is not actually. No, they were just like, according to this, the fish were just in there, and they got this big slobbery dog drinking out of their water. Wonder if that was an afterthought, and they were just like, ah, we'll just watch him; it'll be fine. It had to have been right. They're just like the trainers yeah. are here. It's cool. 
Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh my god! For the fish, but okay. I could see them coming up with that, like on the spot. Like, mm-hmm. oh, what if we have them do this? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, film it. Maybe. Yeah. Terrible. I'm more worried for the dog than the fish. The fish will be fine. Mm-hmm. The fish die all the time. But sure, the dog sure. eating fish it depends what kind of fish was in there. Hopefully, it's not poisonous to the dog. Maybe they were just like goldfish, right? I'm sure. It oh, would've. then it would have been fine. Thanks. Yeah, I think it's just like your standard goldfish that was in the the fish bowl. And last trivia: there are seven films in this franchise. Okay, could not. I knew there was more. I knew there was at least five. I'm like, I knew there. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't know there were seven. So there are seven. I definitely didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Again, we are only talking about one. We are not doing seven of these movies. No, no, it's not going to happen. No, that's the beauty of non-talking dog movies. You don't need to worry about voice actors. Mm -hmm. You just make it. You know, as long as you have the same breed. Yeah, just keep sticking them in the movie. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And kids don't care because it's dogs. Right. Yeah, exactly. They're, if they're a kid who loves a dog, they'll watch anything with a dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really matter what the story is. They'll yep. watch it. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I mean, this was a staple film when we were growing up. I for my it family, was. at least. Like, yeah, it's a classic. It is. Because our my my family's a dog family. We love dogs. I've had dogs most of my life. Um, there was like a window where we like had to mourn dad's dogs and then get Mandy. But you know, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just I love dog movies, and this is one that I love because it's just it's funny. Yes, there are some like disturbing parts with you know the vet and mm-hmm. or a little mean to the dog, mm-hmm. but it's just cute to see him cause trouble and the kids' interactions with him and. Mm-hmm. Um, his slobber all over the place. Ugh, right. I will never have a St. Bernard. Disgusting. Yeah, just buckets and oh buckets of drool. So gross. If I was going to have a St. Bernard, that dog would be an outside dog and mm-hmm. I'd have to be living on farm later or something. Oh, when the dad's walking up the stairs, he puts his hand on the rail and it's just like, yeah. you can just it's see terrible. it. It's like, jeez. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. That's what I should say when I say something about getting a bigger dog. Be like, are you? I mean, I could get a Saint Bernard and see what Brett says. Be like, it's at least it's not a Saint Bernard. Yeah, that's how you do it. You name all of the worst ones to get yep. and ease them into a good choice, mm-hmm. like a golden retriever. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, exactly. Someday I will have one. I've always mm-hmm. wanted one, and someday I will have one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, it just it's yeah. it's a fun it's a fun movie. It's cute. It's a fun dog movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 fun to watch, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not too much to it. Like like we said, the the vet thing I just had forgotten how intense that was and how cruel they were being mm-hmm. all those dogs. Rough. Yeah. Rough. It was just like this yeah. is a bit intense for a kid's movie, but mm-hmm. yeah, and otherwise funny, I don't remember it being that intense. That's like I remember I, you know, maybe I just blocked yeah. it out. And then I watched it and I was just like, Holy cow, I guess I blocked this part out because mm-hmm. I don't remember all this nuts and he's got the gun in his hand and i was just like wait a second bro Mm -hmm. let's slow down a little bit with this it's it's a bit much for me right now Mm -mm. a little bit yeah but i do love the whole thing with the dad coming around and loving Mm -hmm. the dog and and um the best part is when beethoven just makes his entry into the home he just walks in (laughs) walks upstairs yep and i'm here This is, home now. this this is where i live now thank you i choose you mm-hmm. <laughs> yes this is my place i am stuck here now thank you mm-hmm. yep yeah i do love that it's super cute and yeah 
He's just precious as a little puppy. I just love oh it. Oh my god. Mm. He's so adorable. That's so cute. Oh Puppies are so adorable. And yes. then they get big. And they're yes, still right? adorable. They're just big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> different yes. kind of adorable. Yeah. Very different kind of adorable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just love this big troublemaker. He's just too cute. Well, and I just love like I'm looking at pictures again, and I just love the um the uh, movie poster with mm-hmm. them at the table and him under it with the chicken leg in his mm-hmm. um, or turkey mm-hmm. leg or whatever in his mouth and his eyes. You just look mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Oh, precious. So cute. Dang it! Why did I take my dog to daycare? Now I just want to snuggle my dog. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's fine. It's yeah. Fine. It's okay. I'll snuggle her later. Mm-hmm. She'll be back. She will. She's mm-hmm. having fun with her friends. Exactly. She needs to. She needs to run it all out, especially if she thinks she's a husky all of a sudden. I swear, mm-hmm. that dog, I love her to death, but she has a mouth on her. Mm-hmm. She does not know how to listen when it says, say, quiet. Mm-hmm. No bark. Mm-hmm. I had tried to train her for weeks on no bark, and I got nothing. And mm-hmm. I was consistent and everything. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, like, quiet, quiet yet? I don't know this or quiet? I, no, I don't know this. No, I'd say like, no bark. Like, I don't speak human. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Oh, but what about food? Oh, I know that word. Food. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. that word. Yeah, food. Oh, treat. She knows. She knows food. She knows. She knows everything. She knows couch. She knows when I say I got to go to work, she goes straight to her crate. Mm-hmm. She um, knows jump. She knows down. Um, she doesn't do rollover. She hates getting, she hates rolling on her back. She mm. knows what my bed, I'm like, do you want to go to my bedroom? And she books it to my bedroom. Like mm-hmm. she is very well versed in human language, mm-hmm. but quiet. Oh yeah. No, no, no. they pick and choose. I don't know. Yeah. No. yeah they pick and choose. I'm going to talk to this dog outside. I'm talking to them. That's why I'm barking mom. Mm-hmm. Having a conversation. <laughs> you talk to your friends all the time. Let me talk to mine. Mm-hmm. We're talking about business and politics. It's a very intense conversation. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, boy. That's... I didn't vote for Rover. You voted for Rover. Ah, get out of here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, so we're in an apartment complex. So we're on the back. We have, a, we have a sliding glass door out the back. So all of them do. And there's another dog, the only dog I know in this complex, because I met him when he was a puppy and his owners were walking around. His name's Whiskey adorable and he is on the second floor on a building next to us and he'll be on the balcony and she'll be sitting at the window and they'll be barking back and forth to each Mm -hmm. other and i'm just like what is going on (laughs) they're catching up Mm -hmm. all the juicy gossip Mm -hmm. well it just it makes me think that cat the movie cats and dogs is real Mm -hmm. i haven't seen it you've never seen cats and dogs it's a disney movie why didn't we do cats and dogs it's not that good i think that's why but it's adorable. It's okay. You like talking dogs. I know. It's not my favorite, though. Oh, it's one of my favorites. I used to watch it all the time when it came out. Yeah. It's pretty much um, cats versus dogs. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is in it. He's the dad. I forgot about that. And um, he's a scientist, and he's allergic to dogs, and he's trying to create a cure to uh, cure for the allergy of dogs. Oh, okay. Well, in the animal world, there are dogs that are, like, a part of an organization like government organization that are trying to protect him from the cats who they're the cats are evil and they're trying to stop him from from uh 
making this thing. And it's a whole thing. Like they kidnap them and it's, it, it's ridiculous, but That's it's fun. adorable. Mm-hmm. And they, the dogs are like talking to each other. And so as soon as the humans leave, they like have secret ways to get out. And it's just, it's, it, the first time I watched that movie, I looked at me Man- because Mandy was still around my Cocker Spaniel. And I'm like, this is what you do. Don't you, <laughs> you are, you, you, <laughs> this is what you do. Cause we had cats out in the barn. I'm like, she probably goes out and fights with the cat. Mm-hmm. Just argues with them. Cats yep. aren't evil. They just have their own way of doing things. Cats are evil. I understand cats. Well. Mm. They're complex little creatures, and I respect that. So, unlike dogs, I think they're adorable when they're kittens, and then when mm-hmm. they grow up, they annoy me. <laughs> they do get pretty vicious as adults, I'll give them that. I will give you that. But I also dealt with barn cats my whole life, and barn oh, cats yeah. are just vicious. Ooh, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's one cat that I dealt with uh, when I was living with my friend Hillary. Uh, she had a cat named... Uh... Oh, shoot. What's her cat's name? Oliver. Oh, I wonder if Oliver's still around. I wonder how old he is now. Um, and he was a black cat, and he didn't like me, and I didn't like him, sort of deal. Like, it took him a while to come around to me. Mm-hmm. And he'd still act like he didn't like me, but when I was gone, he would be, like, laying on my pillow. Because I'd come mm-hmm. home, and there'd be a cat imprint on my pillow. We ended up loving each other at the end, mm-hmm. but that's, like, yeah. one of the few cats that we became buddies. Mm-hmm. He that's became fair. my best buddy. Mm-hmm. But other than that, me and cats don't get along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not at all. <laughs> I am a dog person through and through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I came around a few years ago. I didn't really like cats for a long time, but I was dealing with um, some just really bad um, insomnia for a while and I was just not mm-hmm. sleeping very well. And when I was about four in the morning, I step outside and I was just angry and frustrated because, you know, could fall asleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this random neighborhood cat out of nowhere and cats hardly ever talk to me. And this random just crossed the street, came right up to me and just rolled over and just let me pet him. <laughs> That's never happened to me before. Oh, adorable. And he kind of nuzzled me and was real friends to me. I was like, I didn't know cats could be this nice. Oh, that, was that so sweet. is pretty impressive. The cat just went, came up because any animal that rolls over and shows you their belly, like mm-hmm. that's like a very big, that's the most vulnerable position that they mm-hmm. can be in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That means they trust you wholly. So the fact that that's so yeah. yeah, that's a, okay. That's adorable. It's so cute. Did you claim the cat then? I would have claimed it. Then, like, okay, you're mine. Let's go. Inside. I couldn't have. I don't know. I, I actually never saw him again after that. Aww. It was just that one time. He just he he knew. He's mm-hmm. like, you know what? Dan is mad and can't sleep, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna exactly. go say hi to him. We're gonna mm-hmm. go be friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh goodness. All right. Anything else about Beethoven? Um, I don't think I have anything specific. Other than it's just cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan. Uh, yeah, no, it's, I mean, out of all the non-talking dog flakes, it's probably my favorite. Definitely the cutest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, pre- pre- we pretty much covered everything that, you know, love the hijinks, love the, uh, you know, would have been, you know, scary doctor, all that. Um, yeah, I, I did, I do remember as a kid, I did play the, uh, Super Nintendo game, the Beethoven Super Nintendo game. Mm. That was fun. Okay. Vaguely you, remember that, now, right? You, yeah. You play as Beethoven, and then you're, you know, kind of wandering the street and everything. And I just felt so evil every time he got hurt because every time he hurt, he made this like oh kind of noise. Goodness. And then he, whenever oh, he died no. in the game, he did this oh. like he like ew, 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 
when he like jump off and like fall off screen, I was like, I am going to hell for this. It's terrible. Yep. Yeah, nope. Never can. <laughs> I will never be able to play that game. Oh, yeah. horrific. Even oh like I remember, I, I was like seven years old, and I remember my mom was in the room with me, and she goes, "You know, I don't care if men die, but I don't want Beethoven to die." Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Your mom was the uh, was the first uh, dog mom, mm-hmm. right? Dog mom personality mm-hmm. kind of was exactly. honestly because when the family dogs we had growing up, they were pretty much her dogs. Mm-hmm. She did the majority of the uh, caretaking for them. Aww. Aww. yeah, so cute. Yes. All right. Well, pixie dusters, uh, we have one more week of dog yeah. month, and we are ending on like the best live action dog movie in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. it's Disney and it's amazing, and it's 101 Dalmatians, okay. uh, the one with Glenn Close. So we mm-hmm. are super excited uh, mm-hmm. to be talking about that. Uh, so stay tuned for next week, and then of course after next week we will be into a Marvel March. No clue what we're talking about because there's <laughs> so much Marvel content that I have no clue what Samantha's going to do. I have done nothing to prepare. So it's fine. We'll figure it out. Just take the best of the best. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I don't know what we're doing in April. I can't remember. Back to the You're future. doing it, so I don't care. Oh, that's right. Back to the future. Okay. So April will be back to the future. Back and then, the of future. course, May will be Star Wars. Yeah. I have no clue what we're doing for Star Wars, though, because I was looking through. I'm like, we only really have Ahsoka and maybe uh, Bad Batch. Well, you better figure it out. So I've been May. thinking of other things we can do. I'll talk to you about it off screen because I don't okay. want them to know about it. See you later, Pixie Dusters. Bye. So long. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. The show is written and produced by Ashley and Sammy, except for those manifestos, which are all written by Dan himself. Intro and audio editing by Sammy, logo created by Ashley. The show is produced as part of the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Make sure you check out all of our other shows and have a magical day. Is your family looking to go on a Disney vacation here in the next year or two, but you are so stressed out because you have no clue where to start? Do you want someone to help you relieve that stress? Well, look no further. My name is Ashley, and I am a dream designer with My Mickey Vacations. Go to the link provided below for this podcast, and it will take you straight to my website. I would love to schedule a call to sit down and talk to you about your family's dream Disney vacation. So really, all you have to worry about is what ice cream you're going to pick that day. I hope to see you and talk to you real soon.